my How does my hair look, Shelly? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks okay. A okay. One thing I've noticed about like listening to me, I, you can always when I'm laughing, you can hear me go <laughs> <laughs> like suck back in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm not concerned about that. How does my hair look, Donnie? Good. Looks like a lion's mane. Well, this is looks like hair extensions. Rodeo time with Dale Brisby. Um, this will be Donnie's last podcast because <laughs> he's um, <laughs> on to the next one after this. We've got a very special guest today, and that is Danny Kateri. Yes, there is relation um, to Randy. Second question: He is the initials DQ, as in the popular chain. DQ. We went there last night. That's what I like about New Mexico. Do they sing it like that there? No. That's what Do we even have Texas. Dairy Queens anymore? Yeah, they're all closed. We have Blake's Lauderburger. What a what Blake's. a sad piece of information. Yeah, but once DQ. you go to Blake's, there's no yeah. comparison. So the real DQ in New Mexico is Danny Kateri. There yeah, you go. Yeah, that's the real one. Please stand up. What do you do in, in New Mexico? Um, as little as possible. Yep. <laughs> no, we own a we own a tavern and a restaurant. Yep. Raise a few buck and bulls. Just living the good life. And the tavern's called Cold Beer, New Mexico. Cold Beer, New Mexico. So is it a town? Um, it's turned not into one officially, but we call it a town. You're working on it. Yeah, I know a guy. Yeah, there you go. I started Winnebago. Yeah. <laughs> so I can I can talk to a guy about getting a population sign, like all of it. We could do that, but the population changes like dramatically two depending on the weekend two to uh, seven to maybe 300 yeah Nine. how long have you had cold beer it is four years this month yep. yep you enjoy it i do it's um it's fun it's 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 you got to make it fun or it'd be a job and it's not a job what i mean what'd you do before like what what made you go well, with owning a bar we um like way before worked up in los alamos had a business up there Made good money and uh, just walked away from a lot of money to go raise bucking bulls. Mm. I want to open a bar one day, uh, Rodeo Blues. That'd be cool. Yeah, so I've got my own little makeshift one at the house. Hey, but he'll sell you one. Yeah, there you go. We <laughs> can change the name. Yeah, but I want somebody to run it. Um, like I just want to like Shelly might run it. I just want to hang out. I want to show up like on Rodeo Time Tuesday, <laughs> occasionally a weekend if there's not a big added money bull ride. That's kind of my goal right now at Cold Beer. Once okay. we get it running really well, it's just gonna gonna be a part time job for me. So, Donnie has ran a bar most of his life. I don't know if I ran it. <laughs> 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 yeah, my my dad owned one all my life. What do you think about splitting time between running Rodeo Blues in Winnebago or Fort Worth and Cold Beer in Cold Beer, New Mexico? You want me to run both of them? Yeah. Danny and I just kind of want to hang out. Yeah. You send us checks. You send us the money. <laughs> You'll probably be sending me checks to keep it going. That's <laughs> 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 how it's going to work out. That's how that works, huh? Yeah. You got to spend money and make money. Well, then when do we make money? It'll be a while. Uh, 20 years. Yeah. When you sell it, you make a lot of money. I love, so I've been to Cold Beer. I love that bar. That's pretty much the exact scenario that I want Rodeo Blues to look like. So, Rodeo pictures, pool tables, also food. 
but you say that there's not a large percent. Most of your income comes from alcohol sales. Um, no, not really. I mean, the income does, but we do probably 65, 70% food there over alcohol. Gotcha. The margin's just not as good, though. Yep, the margin's gotcha. not as good. That's kind of, I don't, I don't know what percentage I would want, but I would definitely want food because okay. I don't drink. So if I'm going to go into my own bar, I want to be able to at least eat. You got to have food. Yeah. I mean, nowadays you've got to have food with the bar. Pickled so. quail eggs. Y'all have pickled quail eggs? <laughs> we could get them. We can get them. <laughs> Whatever you guys you have pickled quail eggs at yours? At my dad's bar, yeah. no. But there's like, uh, there's a fast pitch softball league, a men's, and yeah. where I'm from, and the concession stand there had pickled quail eggs. And they're spicy. Yeah. These are the ones I've never I never actually had them, but I know that. I had quail eggs at a sushi place once. They were all right. <laughs> These might have actually been fried quail eggs. Like deep well, fried. Anything <laughs> fried's good, right? Dang. Um, other than that, though, you run bucking bulls? We do. How we long have you been raising bulls? Oh, gosh. Probably 14 years, 15 years. When That's Randy started riding bulls? Yep, pretty much. About that time? We, we got a few practice bulls in and... Guy says, "Why don't you raise a few good ones since you're feeding all these bulls?" So we did. We bought a few good ones. We used to have sale barn days too. Yeah, really, <laughs> a lot. He got on one. Yeah, you got on, he one, got on one, one time. Of, one of mine. So he tested them out before. How old were you? I was probably 13 or 14. Were you nervous to get on? No, or I something? was. No, I wasn't. But he just said, "Let me get well, on him first to see what he does." And he was kind of ornery, and you know, he was just starting out, and I didn't want to. Wanted to get thumped, so I thought I'd get on him. So I, I just thought it was cool. I was watching my dad get on. <laughs> was that the last bull you've been on? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you ever heard a watermelon fall off a two-story building? I have not. That's what it sounded like when I fell yeah. off. <laughs> Do we have that on video somewhere? No. We used to have a whole bunch of stuff, but they all got thrown thrown away from well, one of the moves. What uh, what's probably the most fun story you have of Randy riding bulls? Uh. You know, there's a bunch of fun stories in there, but one of the best ones that I can remember is um, he drew Breakdown, first rider to ever get on Breakdown, one of our good bulls in Fort Worth, and uh, Facebook blew up. I mean, as there was people up there saying, <laughs> we're going to test your genetics on the bull side or the other side right here. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's a good So y'all, you Breakdown's the bull that we talked about in the J.B. Mooney podcast yep. where – Randy suggested JB yeah. get on him. Was that it? What? What it at the finals? Yeah, it was at the thirteen. Thirteen or yeah, I think it was thirteen. Well, look at and your buckle. What did it say? Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. How many was he? Ninety and three quarters, I think. So how many were you on him? Goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Randy was seven point nine on him. I mean, That's what was, they all say. <laughs> I know it was. It was like it oh. was close. I thought. Yep. They should have just gave it to me. I, yeah. g I got a really cool picture. Randy kind of hung up to him a little bit, and Swish was fighting. And they're both – Swish's eyes are, like, huge looking at Randy, and Randy's, like, stretched out. And they're both got their hands up like they're getting high fives. Mm -hmm. Was it Extreme Bulls? No, it was just the MB NBBA yep. at Will Rogers. Nice. Yeah. Dang, that, did you know Swish at the time? Very little. Um, yeah, we. I didn't even really know him that well either. Yeah. And him and Webb were fighting it. Yep. Dang. It was kind of cool. So that you were held then? Uh, I must have been like, 
I don't know. How old was I in 2013? 20s, 22, 23. I got on uh, Medicine Woman. That's world champion saddle bronc oh, wow. horse. I got on her in the bareback riding. <laughs> <laughs> around. But that was in like 2010. Whenever I thought I wanted to be also a bareback rider. <laughs> but I didn't last 7.9 seconds on Medicine Woman. She came out and took that right just like she does in the bronc riding. And uh, anyway, yeah. So <coughs> you knew, had you gotten on breakdown before? Mm-mm, that was the first time. Did you get on that color of bulls at your dad's house in the practice pen? Mm, no. we never. I never really got on anything. Got on some good ones. Got on some good ones, but nothing. Yeah. Breakdown was just really electric, you know. He Nothing quite like 5'11"? No. <laughs> 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 Not quite. <laughs> but what was cool about Breakdown is he was born on our place, and – you know, we I think we bucked him one time, and I, he just stood out to me. And Dad was g- actually going to get rid of him. And me and Shelly, my stepmom, had a talk, and we're like, well, you, I think we should give him more, a couple more shots. And I remember she called me one day, and she just, what should we name him? And I think that's how it went. Yep. And I just said, let's name him Breakdown. Because <laughs> you broke down and kept him. Yeah, yep. broke down and kept him. and He was special. He was, yeah, he, that's, I think – Stock contractors like that's that's a bull that rarely comes around like like he the way he was yeah and they started taking him to a bunch of fraternities and I mean it was he just lit him up all year he won just about every major event that the ABBI had he won the spring fling he won Thackerville I think he was they marked him nine what what was he in or Thackerville they marked him twenty three yeah twenty three and a half across yeah. the board. Dang. He really and he got it on and golly, yeah, he was just good. a special bull. It's cool to see him grow up on the place and where he went. So, so did Baxter have any lineage tracing him back to right no, now? No, Baxter's Playboy Houdini, something else on top. I can't remember, but Baxter's actually bred pretty well, and he's got some pretty good calves too. He's got a real good calf right now out of a wily daughter. We we hold Wiley around for a while too well that's a funny story too because <coughs> yeah uh, billy jane sent two bulls to just try out at the camp and dad says well, we'll pick you one out for a practice and wiley just jumped and kicked really good and i was like that would be the perfect bull to have and then one day briscoe came out and got on him and it i i don't know where <laughs> it came from but wiley bucked like a real bucking bull and Dang. dumped travis quick and then ever since then he just and you had it. been getting on him as a practice bull? I only got on him one time, and he just jumped and kicked really hard with me. Just Yeah. And yep. he hit hard, and he just really good practice. And then I hadn't got on him for a while. I don't know if I was just gone. You are gone. And then Travis came and got on him one day and just dumped him. Was Travis the one that got on him first? Yeah. We we fishbowled him a little bit. and Yeah. And then they called me to the little local rodeo there in Cimarron. They, they were short bulls, had too many bull riders. And the contractor called me and goes, hey, what can you come up with? All How often does that happen? I know. But all <laughs> well, I had was... <laughs> we got too many bull riders. I know. And all I had was, like, good bulls. I didn't really have any practice uh-huh. bulls because he was gone. So I, I loaded on a chicken on a chain calf and Wiley. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, and we went up there and, wow. It was yeah. like he... Well, none of those kids that enter no. need to be getting on. <laughs> I felt kind of bad. Yeah. 
Dang, that's funny. Yeah, that never happens either. Like, yeah. oh, we got too many bull riders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many bulls would Randy get on in a practice session? Gosh, sometimes four or five, you know, and then sometimes one. It just kind of depended. Yeah. How many times a week? Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep, Tuesdays and Thursdays and head out on the weekends. Yeah. Probably about three a, three a day, six a week. Yeah, schools. something like if, that. It just depending on what was in the pen, what yep. Tanner had. What was in the pen and maybe how you felt. Because if you were riding really good, yeah. you probably yeah. wouldn't want to get on nine head no. in a day. No. Leave on a positive note. Yeah, but, get on you one or two. And and, and once I like, started progressing, Tanner Trujillo, he raised bucking bulls and strictly plumber bulls from – and uh, they were mean. Every one of them were mean, yeah. like kind of like shrub grubber. Yeah. In Dang. the shoe, in the shoe, and we didn't have any bullfighters out there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just me, Dad, Shelley, Tanner, and Lenny most of the time. It's just so intriguing to me talking about the practice band because I've never had to go to one. Yeah. You know, yeah, of course. Like I'm just, you know what I mean? I just don't need <laughs> just practice. Just natural. So I just I like to ask that question, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, some guys need to practice. <laughs> yeah. One of the worst hookings I took was in the practice pen with him. Oh, yeah? Oh, what yeah. happened? Just got on a bull and kind of threw him over the front and stepped on his – broke the collarbone, but kind of heard a squeal from Randy, so – and this bull was kind of oh, hot. I'm glad we don't have that video because yeah. that was embarrassing. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> no, it was worse than that. It was <laughs> it was pretty bad. And We've all made those noises. And this bull was hot, so I come flying off the back of the chute. I think I pulled the rope. And well, Carl freaking yeah. had a hot shot. Yeah, he, he hot shot at this bull. Like, I nodded, and Carl just, and he kind of just kicked forward, and then just right out of there, just brought me over the front of him and just stepped yeah. off. Dang it, Carl. So yeah, Carl don't care. We do, we, yeah. Well, ball, we're going to see <laughs> if you're going to be a bull rider. You always got to have those moments when, or everyone has those moments when they make a random noise during yeah. an injury that yeah. they wish they hadn't. That was, that was Wes kinda... had one the other day. Yeah. Remember when he got yeah. stepped on? Yeah. That bull stepped on. <laughs> His, unfortunately, was on camera. We're going to cut yeah. to it, and we're back, yeah. if, for those of you watching. <laughs> um, no, that – it's really good that uh, there's not videos of all of our practices oh, back oh, yeah, in the no day. Kidding. Sometimes they're just – that's one thing, like, th when the interns show up, like, it's a good thing, yeah. and it's sometimes not a good thing. It's a good thing that – you know, they came here and they're going to get to learn how to do this yeah. sport where they otherwise may not have been. But on the other hand, <laughs> every moment is documented <laughs> on the internet. That's what I, I see. Like, <coughs> but every I think, man, the cool thing about it is you see, like, a lot of people, like, in the comments I've read, like, they see the progression. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you guys are getting the hang of it. Unless they give Wes a hard time most of the time. But <laughs> well, Donnie, Donnie stopped Donnie getting on bulls. Donnie was built for a bull rider. He just said, no, nah, I don't get on horses. Yeah, Donnie <laughs> stopped getting on them. How do you feel about practice being filmed? I mean, if you want to come here and learn how to ride, yeah. it's something you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. yeah. Get used to the camera. I've had a few interns just be like, I don't really want this film. <laughs> you do know what we do yeah. here, don't yeah. you? Like, yeah. you? You wouldn't even know I existed had we not filmed everything. Mm. You came here. You're going to be on camera. But – I mean, it's not that much different than just, like, entering a rodeo, mm -mm. you know, because, I mean, when you go to a rodeo, you ain't hiding nothing. No. Nope. They get to see every moment. They're watching you get ready. They're watching you get on. They're watching you in the arena. They're watching you after. They're watching you on the stretcher get carried out. Yeah. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. 
because I've had moments in the arena that I wasn't necessarily excited about. <laughs> when I dislocated my shoulder, I was yelling for Because I know when you dislocate a shoulder, the longer you wait, yeah. harder it is the harder it is to get the shoulder back in. Yeah. So, like, I feel it go out, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I start looking, and I'm like, you! <laughs> yelling from the middle of the arena. I was like, get over here! <laughs> as, if, as if he was the one that dislocated it. He entered me and dislocated my shoulder. But I don't know. What's your most embarrassing moment in the arena? Mm, I don't know about – oh, I was young. I was 13, but it was at the Little Bridges Finals in Pueblo. And it was in the short round, and I just had to ride them to win the whole thing. And – I drew this miniature bull, <laughs> like a miniature, a miniature bramer. Like he had a huge hump and everything, but tiny. Like my feet were almost like dragging zoo. the ground, and he just ran out there and spun really fast to the left. And I knew that. I seen him all week. I seen him twice throughout the week. And I was like, I'm gonna get that bull. I just know it. And I, sure enough, I got him in the short round. And I wasn't very good at riding bulls that spun when, when I was still 13. I just would get on jump kickers and. I just remember Dad just saying, you just put your hand on the front of you, you just keep it there. And I nodded, and he went out there, and I flew off right at the way, uh, out of the gate, but I hung up to him for like three minutes. And it was, <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing, just this little... Just being hung up to a little He looked bowl. like a big dog, and he was just dragging me around the arena. <laughs> he was. And my grandfather, my grandpa's a nuclear physicist, you know that, and he doesn't, he never really liked to watch me, but... He videoed, and you could hear him. He's like, get him off of there. Get him off of there. Has no knowledge to rodeo at all. He doesn't know what he He's is. so mad at the people that are. But it was just, that was pretty embarrassing. And Did you ever see the Sports Illustrated uh, pictures of that bareback rider? At that the high school finals? Yeah, I was and there. his pants came down? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. That was the funniest thing ever. He was all over the big screen, and. He covered up back here, and then he got stepped on again, and then he's trying to cover up in the front and the back. Oh, he didn't have no underwear. No underwear, no. and he got oh, shredded. Poor, poor yeah. guy. They had it on the big screen. Finally, they took it off the big screen, but thankfully there, you didn't have Snapchat kind of back then. No kidding. There's going to be a bunch of people looking up that video yeah. now. I don't know if you can find it. Probably not. That happened to JB. Where was he talking about where yeah, he, it, got, he got stepped but it was, on? But it ripped his pants, yeah. and it was just on his butt. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He showed us that. Yeah. What about you, Danny? Any embarrassing moments in the arena well, or some you can remember where you probably saw? Probably lots, but that was a long time ago. We we got some funny bareback riding pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can, I can have him take a picture and send it to you. Everybody <laughs> used to ride bareback courses. Oh, yeah. Cause like, growing safer. up. Growing up, I thought, I thought my old man. I thought my old man was a saddle bronc rider. Growing up, that's what I pictured him as. And then, as I got older and started looking through pictures, like he had like multiple, I don't know, three or four times as many bareback riding pictures. But he said back then there'd be eighty bareback riders in there, easy somewhere. Well, like my mom and dad is like they're. You're not getting on bulls. You can, we'll stick your hand in this rigging and let you go drag around an arena, but you're not going to let you get on a bull. Well, of course, so. the rigging was a little different. It was. Yeah, did, I started with a red. noodle. Leather. Yeah. I started with a noodle handle. Yeah, just yeah. a just, just a leather hang on. <laughs> loop that you grab a hold of, yep. and you ride more sitting up. Yep. Yeah, you, you do. You can't lay back. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But these days, the 
course the horses got stronger. Oh yeah. The handles turned into rawhide, and they went from flat on their back to a little bit more um, like up off their back yeah. and a 45 degree angle, so you can lay back. And so the guy, it's a lot rougher on your arm, and it's just a rougher event now than it used to be. Yeah, you, your this arm's three really inches longer on the other side, you know. So now there'll be 11 bareback riders entered <laughs> yeah. at a 6,000 added rodeo. Yep. Which is, there's some, if some guys can ride a bareback horse, mm-hmm. like you can clean house. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Bull riding, you can clean house because most guys buck off. So if you can just stay on bulls, you can clean house. But in the bareback riding, (laughs) just couldn't stay on. (laughs) (laughs) If if they had a six-second whistle, I'd probably be really good. (laughs) So if you're out there listening to this and you're wondering what event to get into, here's here's my opinion: bareback riding is the easiest to learn and the most opportunity, but it's the roughest on your body. Saddle bronc riding is the smoothest on your body, but it's the hardest to learn. And bull riding, you get the most girls. Bull riding <laughs> is the second easiest to learn. The second easy, well, I mean, I don't want to, it's, it's the hardest to stay on. So, but if you can, that's where you can win the most money. It's so hard to stay on bulls, man. <laughs> it's so easy to come off of them. Like just any wrong movement. Yeah. Yeah. What about the three events? What, like, why are you so against horse riding? They just scare me. Horses, just I just don't get along with horses. I mean, that's what I've been saying. Maybe I can just get over that. I probably need to get over that. But I don't ever want to ride a bucking horse. Yeah. Like, I just have no desire. Just I guess going to high school rodeos, just seeing all those wrecks from those kids just <laughs> learning, like, I was like, yeah. I'm not getting my foot caught in that and drug around. Yeah. Did well, you see a lot of guys hang up? Oh, to man. Start? You know Ryan Montroy? That yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. But once, like, he once he figured out he looked really good on a horse, but yep. I mean, I seen guys just hang up in the bareback riding and get drug around, and I just did not that did not look fun. Yeah, and I was half decent in high school at bull riding, and then I just like yeah, I might as well just do this <laughs> yeah. winning. Yeah, at our our rodeo camps, you know, riding on faith camps, when we get three or four bareback riders in there, it's just pins and needles for a while because they're learning we're at mm-hmm. a you know place but we got some great pickup men that go to that so yeah it's it's unnerving to it watch is. a young guy try a horse riding event in the beginning yep. and you got to have the right horse yeah. it's the worst possible scenario when you have beginners learning <laughs> to ride bears or broncs and a stock contractor shows up with a trailer load of horses that are ranked oh, yeah. because he needs to get them bucked. All colts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just colts. That's like. how the bull riding's getting, too. Like, all those guys raising yeah. bulls. I mean, I don't know. You got to get the ranked bulls bucked, yeah. but you also you do. don't want to kill off the bull You don't want to kill everyone off. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I really appreciate about Cody Custer and the, his philosophy. It's just yep. like, he's like, get on this bull 300 times. Yeah. You it's know. the same thing. And then get on. That's what we're doing yeah. at the house right now. We got a kid there, Tyler Kipps. You'll you'll see his name here pretty soon. He's good. Yeah. And uh, he brought five good practice bulls, you know, just do a little bit of everything. And we've just been bucking them every night, you know. So, How many bulls have you had go to the PBR World Finals? Oh, gosh. Rick Down, Wiley. Um, these other bulls weren't mine, but I – 
I hauled him for a guy and trained him. Uh, recovery that, that time was one too. of them. Yellow hair. Yep. Uh, awesome blossom. Yeah, six or seven. What sort of? Um, how much can you contribute to a bull's success? That like like as far as like percentage of breakdown. Like, what do you feel like the training that you did on him? turn back pins, whatever method you have, like let's say he you know, his his best out was a hundred percent. What percentage of that was like that's how he was gonna be and what percentage of it did you have control over, do you feel like? On breakdown, his um he was a hundred percent. I didn't have a clue what I was doing when we really? raised him. Yeah. yeah, I just that bull was special. Like Randy said, I almost cut him. He turned back in the gate the first time and then the second time we bucked him I popped latch and I was literally looking at him from, from below <clears throat> it's kind of a funny story we sent off some videos because i had no intention on hauling bulls i wanted to breed them train them sell them i didn't want to you know travel again and send a bunch of videos off to some big guys you know and i'll never forget gilbert carrillo <laughs> he he texts me back goes man i want that bull but i don't have the money i was asking 10 grand as a two-year-old i said take him that so, doesn't seem like an astronomical amount no of money. it's not and I got these comments back, oh, that bull's, he stopped when you popped the dummy off. He's not going to ever be nothing. Anyway, so kind of made me mad. So I told Shelly, I said, let's enter him. Let's go. Yeah, you'll haul him. Yeah. Nobody so else will. We, we pull up Stephenville Spring Plain. Nobody knows who we are. You know, we just pull up there. Shelly Shelley <laughs> buys him for 10 bucks in the Calcutta, you know, and nobody bid against this breakdown bull. And we enter him. I sit there and kind of had heat stroke and watched every bull buck. And, uh, we ended up winning. Dang. Breakdown was sick. Already had a vet on site to stick an IV on him, in him because he was having trouble eating and drinking, different climate, you know. And so we, Julie Carrillo actually got us hooked up with Lisa Willis, and we got him got him taken care of. Right when it was done, he was in a squeeze chute, and she was sticking a needle in him. And they kept calling me to go take a picture, you know, for the event. And I was more worried about my bull, you know. Right, Probably right. I go over there, and we all line up in front of the chutes, and – take her picture and you know i start heading. all of a sudden ten thousand wasn't that expensive well i look up the guys walking up with the big checks you know that they use and i seen twenty six thousand something on the check dang i'm like man that's pretty good and then yeah. she and shelly ended up winning like five grand in the calcutta wow so, so it was a good weekend but it kind of kind of got me hooked on hauling right but yeah it's kind of like catching a huge fish your first yeah it was you know it's just a big buck you yeah, just it was but yeah, I mean, it was wouldn't trade it for the world. Met a lot of good people on the road, so made you want to send that picture of that check to all them stock contractors. Well, after that, it was like, oh, what do you want to sell them for? I'm like, nah, I'm not going to sell them now. Yes, yeah. we're going to put keep ten on top of that twenty six. Uh, maybe probably that'll be a that. good starting conversation. Yeah. We actually got offered a lot of money for that bull. Yeah, so sure. that's tough too, having to make those decisions. Like it is getting offered. Hey. I mean, a lot of things can happen, but right. I wasn't doing it for the money. I did it because I liked it. That's Well, that's a good, you know. Yeah. I mean, it takes money to raise these bulls and feed them and take care of them, but, man, there's a lot better ways to make money if you're looking to make money. I agree with that. You know, Every, so. Man, I get so many messages from people wanting to know how to – all aspects of the industry. They want to know how to get started, maybe ranching, riding bulls, um, but then the one that is the easiest for me to answer is just like people that want to get started raising bulls and hmm. and 
and I'm trying not to be pessimistic, you know, but like they may just have a normal nine to five, yep. you know, wife and kid, um, and they want to start, or they just got out of college, don't have a job, have no money, and they want to start raising bulls or something like that, or or start a ranch. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah I, I I don't want to come across <laughs> as just this negative Nancy, Can't. but at the same time. You need to be woken up to the reality that, like, it's just a special situation. It's a lifestyle. It is. Like, you know, you got to devote your life to it. You do. We run 15 headed cows, and that's how many bulls I've gotten to go to the big time. I mean, I don't run more than 15 headed cows. Mm-hmm. Now we're down to six or seven, and we got some good ones on the ground. Yeah. It just. You also started out with and still do have obviously like really good genetics we do we i studied it you know and there was a guy that kind of helped me his name is gene baker i'm sure people know about him but he's a good friend of mine and he kind of took me under his wing and helped me out a bunch you know like you're not i guess i guess what i'm thinking of is just like people that want those results but they start with like a mediocre herd and i'm not saying you can't get lucky like you were saying what what bull was it that came out of selborne farmer john Farmer yep. John, yep. like occasionally you get those. He Shrub did. grubber might turn into something, yeah, he but might. he might not. And we've spent <laughs> a lot of money on him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I understand that risk, um, but that's why there's only one of him. But we've got a bruiser daughter, and we've got uh, JB went and got a bull crossfade, crossfade, um, and put you know, and he was already the the bruiser cow is like was bred back, you know, so she she just had a calf, turned out to be a heifer. That's the other thing, you know, like we got 14 cows, half of them are heifers. Yeah. They all calved out, you know. So they only now, got one bull this year. Yeah, I've only got one bull so far. One out of six? <laughs> yeah. Dang. I ain't got eight out there, but. Those you know, are like the things that people don't understand. They don't. It's just money and you, those heifers are worth basically nothing. Right. You know, but now they're actually trying to, they're going to buck the heifers with the bulls as two-year-olds, so they'll be worth a little bit money. That's what JB was saying. So that that's gonna help. Um, I think there's a difference there, though. For sure. But what you were saying, people that want to start out, go buy what's working. Mm-hmm. Go start with what's working because right now, the way breakdown was in thirteen, now he probably wouldn't even get a check. That's how far the bulls. That's how far they no evolved. Kidding. Oh yeah, it's just we were good back then, but today he's just an average bull. Just in seven years. Yep. You are, you really gotta have something special. To yeah. Play. So I'm, yeah. I'm always looking for the wow factor. That's why I put bodacious in these calves now. Uh-huh. So we've got some bodacious grandsons on the ground that are doing good, and they're out of my good cows. So we're we'll see. It's such a crazy game because even bodacious, for most of his part of his deal, he didn't buck. No. And then that guy hung up to him. Yeah. Yep. At somewhere, and then he started bucking. His next yeah. trip, he, he got it on. It's yeah. such a such a fickle game it is and i like bodacious because he's putting some size in these calves mm-hmm. i mean they're going to be big stout right. guys and with with the good cow on their side you could get something there yeah i wish the same thing you know there's a lot of people pushing in the bucking horse industry same you know thing. for faturities and and stuff like that like i think that i wish that would you know but the horse market's completely different mm-hmm. you know in a normal yes. year you could still get something for a bull that doesn't buck you know you could you could still send it and get it get some money but not necessarily in 
May of 2020, but <laughs> regardless. Right. So I wonder how this May of 2020 and all this jazz will affect the bull industry. You know, I think as far as the bull industry, the cattle industry, it's going to affect. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. But, <clears throat> you know, if you got a good bull, somebody's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's the show must go on. So right. that's kind of my goal is to raise some good ones and put them on a good truck. Uh-huh. Somebody's going to take care of them and, and show them out there. It'll definitely – yeah, the good bulls will definitely still have somewhere to go. Oh, yeah. I definitely. think the things that may suffer are going to be like the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like something that, you know, those bulls are going to be where it's like where you could have sold like a, a really good amateur rodeo bull – for 2500 he's gonna bring 15 yeah that's i think i I think you're right and middle of the road anything across the country that's what's you know yep you know whether it be even artists there's gonna be less concerts so those middle of the road bands they're gonna hurt because the top of the road bands are gonna get those shows even if they gotta do it for less money they're gonna you know because a venue is going to – anyway, I, I'm just <laughs> speculating, but I'm trying to be – again, I'm not trying to be negative, but when you when somebody comes along and they're just like – they ask these questions where you hate to say it, but some of them, they're living in a fairy tale world. But you don't want to be negative just in case they're that one person that's not. That's true. You know, like I want to give them that benefit of the doubt that – and same thing with Donnie whenever he wanted to ride Bronx. You know, it's like – well, that's a lot of people out there asking me to, to, you know, tell me they want to ride Bronx, you know, and finally he just bugged me enough. We just started putting him on him, but <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to tell him how hard it is. I did. I was <laughs> like, at first I was like, it's hard and it's really hard to learn and you don't want to do it. Yeah. I didn't want him to do it. Randy's that. like, you don't do it. <laughs> don't go down don't do it. <laughs> I was like, why? I, I don't know. But I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be the guy that, you know, five years from now, Donnie goes somewhere else, yeah. learns it, goes to the NFR, <laughs> yeah. and then Dale was the one guy. <laughs> Hold me back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> but really also, it's it's a, it's a dangerous event, so I don't think my lawyers, they don't mind me going on record. <laughs> I can I can prove, like, no, I told him not to now. <laughs> but anyway. No, I think the I think things are going to pick up and rodeos fire back up and it's going to be on to the next one. I agree. So it's got to. Yeah. So what are your immediate plans? Like going today? back to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean you're hanging out with Randy. Came here to Winnebago. Y'all are hanging out, doing some fishing. Then you're going to head back to New Mexico. Going to head back. Uh, looks like we're going to get ready to open up and start slowly, kind of getting back to normal. Before we part ways here, I've got to ask before I forget. Like, we talked about embarrassing moments for Randy in the arena. Let's talk about out of the arena. Like, what was Randy like as a kid? Oh, gosh. Let's see. Well, he. he Shelly, if you have any, you can jump in here. <laughs> oh, she is. Yeah, yeah. We wait. Here she comes. What do you have for us, Shelly? What was Randy like as a, as a kid? He was very entertaining. Um, well, you didn't need the TV on or n- nothing because he was in the middle of the living room in his underwear with his guitar or a microphone or doing something. I he- think my most favorite thing about Randy's past is the picture of him dressed up as Luigi. 
Yeah. You oh, and your brother cute. were Mario and Luigi. Lori, Lori dressed them as, as, yeah. as the Mario brothers. Yeah. But my favorite story is I picked him up from junior high one one day after school and he's running to the car and he jumps in. He's got a bloody nose. I'm like, dang, did you get in another fight? And he's like, got tears down his eyes. No, I wasn't paying a rent. Paying attention, and I turned around and ran into a pole. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and he was so embarrassed he couldn't get to the car fast enough. But he ha- he was bleeding. He hit that pole hard. Yeah. Yeah. Did him and his brother get along? Not not really. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. We got in a fight in, in high, high school. school. It was pretty ugly. A real one. Yeah. Yeah. He like knocked me out in front of everybody and busted my. I had to get like. 11 stitches above my eye. Dang. <laughs> that was for real one. Yeah. Me, and, me and Leroy never fought. <laughs> we knew that we were too equal in size and determination that we knew it would be really bad and neither one of us would enjoy it, so we just never did. There was always a mutual respect. We didn't ever even talk about it. <laughs> we just would get really close to it and then not because yeah. we both knew it wouldn't end well. But huh. y'all are a little further apart in age. 13 months. Nope, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. Did he ever ride bulls? No. no. <laughs> he fought him one no. time, though. Yeah, he did one time. He got he the just, coolest picture you ever yeah, seen. I know. I mean, he'd come up to me at camp one day and goes, Dad, I want to try it. I yeah. was like, all right. So I got him with one of the bullfighters, got him geared up. And I said, just go. They'll I'll tell you what to do. Him. And he jumped in there, and this bull had some hook. Dang. And he made a couple rounds with it. And he's got this picture just, yeah, yeah. just perfect on the bull's head, just That's making rounds. That's funny. It's kind of cool. He has no desire with anything in the Western industry. Like, yeah, absolutely none. Me and Dad would be bucking bulls out at the house, and I have some videos of me getting on, and Kevin's just on the shoot in front of me, just with his hands in his jacket or something, just watching Dad pull my rope, flank him, <laughs> jump over, and pop the latch. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's just watching this whole time. Like, I don't even want to be out here. What are you- yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, so speaking of fighting bulls, I just got – a new bull. Yeah. I bought from Casey Donahue. We're going to call him Bad Guy after one of Casey's songs. Um, so Bad Guy, he's going to have some nicknames too, but that's <laughs> going to be his official name. He's a muley, but he is on the hook. We got to have a challenge. Let's do let's just do an old-fashioned game of Mexican poker or what or bull poker. I feel like <laughs> Why are you looking at Donnie? Donnie don't want to. Because he's got to be in there. No, I, it's either got to be like me and you or me and Leroy. Um, I, I'll film. Would you try to jump him? Uh, I don't. I don't have a very good hops. Who who could I challenge? <laughs> I would try that stuff, but I have no perspective uh, on anything like that, so I don't know what I'm doing. And we I should would get, get okay. Pedro, out. if if Shrub Grubber is a hundred percent. Then this bull is going to be about thirty. Yeah, I understand that. Like I, I understand that, but like I have no idea. Like, okay, he's going here. I need to go here and then jump right here. I would wait to the last yeah. second, jump too late, and Boom. Just get ranked. Like, or I, wait at too least early. he's immediately. <laughs> yeah, he's immediately. I know, but I would still get like wrecked. <laughs> that would be like if Cheech were trying to hook you. <laughs> How tall that's is a, he? That's a big. Well, you seen him yesterday. He's oh, not very tall. Oh, you can jump him. Yeah. He's, he's not very tall. Yeah, he's a yearling. He's yeah. 600 pounds. You've never seen me jump. Let's put Dad out there. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> enough broken bones. <laughs> well, we need to think of someone to challenge me. 
Wes may do it. Wes lost the yeah. pre- he previous. He said the other day he wanted to fight him. He told me, and I was like, he's like, I won't, I, I won't fight that boy. And I was like, you do? Okay, <laughs> then that's I, it. There you go. He said it. We need to do a challenge. Well, I'll offer it to him. I don't like asking people to do anything they don't want to do. Um, so that's why I didn't think he would want to. But I guess he, <laughs> looking back, he did get in the pen with Shrub Grubber. So we need to find an amount he got of money. On Shrub Grubber. Was he the one that got he, on him? He, the, he first got on the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So um, we need to come up with an amount of money. So the last challenge was 700 Wes would win $700 if he... Me and Wes were in the arena. We had a hand on the top rail and two feet in on the ground. Whoever climbed up first lost. So if Wes won, he got $700. If he lost, then he would have to pay rent because he'd been living in the bunkhouse. <laughs> Um, we Rochambeau'd rock, paper, scissors. So he got to pick his spot in the arena. He won. He won Rochambeau. He got to pick his spot in the arena. And he picked closer to the shoots because we both thought, because I was going to pick that spot too. We both thought the bull was going to go straight in the middle of the arena and then circle. So it would have gotten the second guy. So he picked the first spot. And I was like, dang it, that's what I was going to pick. This bull came out of the back pins 100 miles an hour and went straight to Wes. <laughs> like, just yeah, first person he saw. So, Wes lost. Now he's paying rent. Um, so, that would be good because it would give him an opportunity to win a little rent, rent money. money. Yeah. 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 How much would it be? 700 or? Well, see, that's the thing. And I mentioned this in that YouTube video. For those of you wondering, if you're watching on YouTube or just curious what YouTubers make, Channels of my size do not make $700 a video. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's other channels that do, but I don't make $700. Um, like I've got some where I've made like $150 or $200 over the span of a year. Yeah. You know, like it's just not like. So that's why I like, because Randy and I are watching this YouTuber, Mr. Beast, and he'll give away like $20,000 yeah. on his YouTube channel. He'll just be watching like a live, and the first person to, what'd you say, type the word the? Uh, no, like he, he'll he go on that Twitch or whatever, and people are gaming, and like the first person that says the, he'll give them $20,000, or he ordered a guy to say, he told him to just take a sip of water, and he gave him $20,000 <laughs> just to take a drink of water. Yeah. It's crazy. And so Randy and I came up with that challenge, and we were going to do a 1000 but and in like the moments before I said it, I was like five hundred. Yeah. So then it morphed into Wes and I challenging each other, and then he was gonna have to pay rent. So I upped it to seven hundred. But anyway, Wes had just gotten his tax return, I think, and so he was like had a little jingle in his pocket, and he was like, "Man, if I win me that seven hundred, I'll have me a little more." Yeah. Then I can buy a yacht or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if not Wes, maybe Pedro. Yeah, Pedro would be funny. Me and Pedro fighting bad guy Donahue Huey, Huey. We can call him Huey. So, well, look out for that challenge on YouTube. Also, look out for the new merch. Donnie, are you wearing Rodeo Time stuff? Okay, thank you. I've had to get onto these guys. Look at, 
What are you talking about? Get on these guys. I wear this stuff every Wes. day. It's Wes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be filming. I'll look over. Wes will have a Carhartt cap on <laughs> and a Hurley t-shirt. <laughs> Is Carhartt or Hurley paying your payroll? Yeah. No. Anyway, we do have new shirts out. I don't do plugs often. Check out DaleBrisby.com. Got five new styles. Friday. What's what's the date on Friday? The eighth. Friday the eighth at noon. We're doing a giveaway. Buy one get one. We pick the one that you get for free. Check us out. DM Rodeo Time. Um, Donnie's running it. Do you have any more closing stories that you want to offer up? I'm pretty good. Danny. Usually at the end of the podcast we do um, life advice. So if you have any life, life advice, advice for the listeners, can be anything. Serious, funny. You know. The only life advice right now I can give you is no matter how bad it's out there, just stay positive. Yep. Go 100% positive. It's always somebody that's got it worse. Yep. Always. Yep. Randy? Love your neighbor. Oh. <laughs> I switched it out. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You kept it a little more PG this yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Our sack up. Yeah, that's what he would say. Did you? Where did he get that? Did you tell him that <laughs> one day? It. No, I got it from Riley Sanford. He told you that? Or he, yeah. he told somebody well, else that? We've. We're messing around with Stephenville one day, and Casey Huckabee was pretending to interview him with a, like he just got on a bull or something, yeah. and that's what <laughs> Riley said. That he said, "All all I know what to do is sack up." <laughs> <laughs> Randy's given some advice to people out here before for that. What do you got, Donnie? Fly fancy lemons, put bull rope on. Dang it, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. What am I going to say? Pay attention. Because it don't cost you a dime. Huh, you On go. to the next one. Pow, pow. I got to pee so bad. <laughs>